Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are, are, are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. family. What's up, everybody? Uh, it is River. I am Terry Wilson's son, and welcome to the TW3 podcast. It's been a while since I've been on here, so forgive me if I make any mistakes or, you know, I'm a little rusty on the podcast. No. But uh, today we are talking about advice that has helped others in their business. Everyone has an opinion, and to the degree the opinion can bring positive growth to another, it has value. However, what makes these opinions offered as advice is they come from a wide spectrum of experienced business people. Even more special is there are business owners and professionals that are not up in some ivory tower on a book tour or a featured talking head on some show. No, these are real people running real business in the real world. So their advice is practical, profitable, and to the point what it takes to start, scale, and support a small business. Yes. So what I did, River, was uh, last week I just put out a... Uh, on social media, on Facebook. I saw that. Just a simple question. Yeah, just a little Q&A. Just a little blurb to see, you know, because uh, a lot of people I'm connected with uh, on Facebook are personal friends of mine. Some of them I don't know personally. Some of them I do. But most of the people that responded were actual personal friends that I have known over the years uh, run businesses from varying types of businesses hard businesses hard businesses businesses you've been involved in or at least the industries and i thought some of the advice they gave was just absolutely incredible i was like i'm going to use this as content for episode 536 because you know i think uh you know to the extent that uh you can glean information and advice from other people the better off you are i mean why make your own mistakes when you can learn from the mistakes of others exactly so before i get into some of these let me ask you what would be just speaking to people that are your age and your your group of peers uh just starting work starting uh their own career journeys in uh you know, starting to learn what it's like to deal with the business world and business people and business owners and all that, what advice would you give them? Well, um, obviously I'm young, so I have not the most business experience, but But you have a perspective that I have a perspective now. And, uh, from a short term experience, I would say, don't take yourself too seriously. Um, things are going to happen. Of course, failure is inevitable. It's going to happen. So I would say just don't take it too seriously. Um, relaxing, really. I mean, you could look at it from the perspective that everything's a game. Yeah. And really, business is, it's a game. It's a sport. It's, it's a sport. You it's compete, a score. It's, you <laughs> compete against people, very competitive. Yeah. You got to score. You know, you want to win. There's so rules to the game. There's rules to the game you got to abide by. And it's, yeah. it's, so I would just say don't take it. Obviously, it's a serious thing, but don't, but don't make yourself, it life and death. Exactly. It's okay to mess up a, a couple of times. I mean, give yourself a break. Cut yeah. yourself some slack. You know, I got the uh, privilege to being able to speak at our home church today, which I love yeah, doing. That was good. And uh, well, thank you. Uh, but that was a point I really wanted to drive home and that we were talking about the Beatitudes over in Matthew 5 where Jesus' first published sermon was the Sermon on the Mount. And he, yeah. you know, he, he talks uh, to people about here are the pathways to happiness. 
you know, if you want to be happy, here are nine attitudes you need to adopt. That's why they call it the B attitudes. And he goes, uh-huh. he goes into blessed are the poor for and poor in spirit for they uh, shall have this. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are this. Yeah. So, you know, I so said the word blessed there is interpreted happy. Happy, You're right. happy right. is the person. And uh, one of the uh, points I was driving home was that uh, blessed are the merciful for they shall uh, inherit mercy or, yeah. or have mercy. Yeah. And the point I was trying to make there is to the point you were trying to to uh, elaborate on, which is until you learn to forgive yourself and until you learn to cut yourself some slack, until you yeah. learn to be okay sometimes when everything not being perfect. Right, right. Until you're able to allow yourself that, you won't give that to other people. Absolutely. It's like you got to find peace within yourself. It's sort of like... um a big thing people say before you get into a relationship, you know, you're not going to find happiness with a relationship. You got to be happy with yourself first. Yes. My favorite one, um, that you were talking about the nine points was uh peacemaker. I yeah. felt like that resonated with me the most is just trying to find, um, what, what's the word, um, diplomat, you know, yeah. trying to find the middle ground where you guys both, you know, see eye to eye on this one topic trying to bring peace exactly just making things at ease because honestly when things are at peace and i'm sure you know when your business partners are at you know they're at ease you guys have peace with each other things go the environment's peaceful the environment is people people work better harder Uh, they don't have this thing clouding their mind all the time so i i think that was Oh, lesson. And people think all of this stuff is just, you know, just woo woo stuff that's in religion. And, right. And I would tell people there is a practical utility for understanding yeah. how to create environments of peace. Right. In right. a business world, because you've been in enough companies and businesses, you know what it's like to be in an environment where there's peace. And right. we're all working for the same common goal exactly right because we all believe in the mission we all believe in the people we all trust the management when you have trust in the management you have belief in the vision yeah and there's just a peaceful vibe about the place you want it don't bother you to get there early stay there late to go the extra mile because you're wanting this place that now you have bought into you're what's called a stakeholder now yeah. You're really wanting to see it succeed. And I think for employers and you know, obviously I've never been I've never owned a restaurant, but my message that I would hope people see is it's the old cliche, you take care of and your employees, they will take care of you. And I'm telling you, from an employee's perspective, if you're yelling at somebody, if you're you know, if you're just bashing them, making them feel bad it doesn't make sense why they would want to be like, okay, everybody doesn't like me here, but you know, I want to do the best for this business, even though it's, no, it's, there, it's, it's counterproductive. there. Right. With all this, like you look at this and it's like, I don't know, this doesn't even seem ethical. Why would you want to support that? So it's the old cliche. You take care of your employees yeah. and you make them happy. They're going to make you happy and they're going to take care of your business. And that doesn't mean you don't have standards that you hold. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. you have, but there is a right way and a wrong way to motivate people. Exactly. And right. when you attack people on a personal level, then you don't get the output that you need from them on a per, uh, professional level. Right. I mean, both informs the other. 
Well, the question that was standing uh, uh, to the people on Facebook that I'm connected with was, what was some of the best business advice you've ever been given? And several people uh, popped up and gave me some. And so I just want to go down these and get your reaction and I'll react <laughs> to them as well. But my buddy, and it's the shout out. We love you. Uh, we miss you. Uh, some of the best memories in my life when I own the music store right beside you as a neighbor, Greg Hayes. Uh, he's yes. a longtime friend of mine. Uh, and he popped up and gave some advice immediately. And he says, the only way you fail is to stop trying. Uh, Absolutely. And so Absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, that was some great advice. And he's, he gave just bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. Yeah. And, but I would tell you, uh, you've seen your dad try several times and fail several times, but you've seen me succeed yeah. a couple times. Oh, and yeah. the only reason I was able to succeed is because I didn't quit. And the exactly. people you work for now and the people that you have worked for, I guarantee you, if you look at the ownership whoever started that it wasn't an easy road no yeah yeah it's and who who have you followed in music and in sports and in comedy or in any area of life that you look to and you admire yeah and don't see a story littered with failure absolutely yeah you never see a comedian that didn't bomb whether they're <laughs> the funniest person in the world or what they have failed at some point I would say you almost have to. Absolutely. It's necessary. It's, it really is. I'm starting to sound like Jordan Peterson, but yeah. it's necessary. So if the top people of their profession still fails, everybody's going to fail. I mean, it's just, it's how it's going to work. So I think it's necessary to bomb and just bomb Absolutely. your stage. Absolutely. And then you learn from that. If if they had quit the first time they bombed, because obviously failing is hard, yeah, they wouldn't become the person they've become. Well, it's it's cliche now. My age group, uh, we yeah. grew up uh, loving on, and I thank God uh, Reagan's not here. We can talk freely about Michael <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is cliche, you know, Michael Jordan got cut from the basketball team the first time he tried out in high school, yeah. and how many times he's missed the shot, how many times. I mean, there's this whole meme that's down about how he has failed at this and failed at this and failed at this. And for many people, majority of people, and I would say Reagan, the smarter people, <laughs> Uh, he's considered the greatest of all time. And yeah. even if you don't agree that he's the greatest of all time, his name is right there next to the person you yeah. might think. Oh, so yeah. that tells you exactly. he's got credibility to be. Right. It, it, it's undisputable that he's in the conversation, even yeah. if you don't agree with me. Right, and, right. And the point is, here's a guy that has had nothing but failure from day one from yeah. failing to be on a baseball team getting cut from the high school uh basketball team losing his father and retiring from basketball to go try to play professional baseball and failing yeah. at that and i would argue probably one of the biggest failures in ownership of the nba but yet he's yeah. considered a success absolutely yeah so it's part of the gig it's part of the game and so i love greg's advice here you, you, you cannot find a win until you first uh, be okay with uh failing and the way you're okay with it's just don't stop trying uh the best customers are built by building a relationship with them now absolutely. here is a guy i watched it uh i've never been a restaurant owner don't know anything about that uh, the only restaurant i ever worked in was not even i don't know if you call mcdonald's a restaurant but that was my first real job but i will tell you i was amazed watching him do his work he would come out from the kitchen and walk around to every table 
and really and talked to everyone and he literally developed a relationship with that entire community i doubt there's very few people in our old hometown of rutherfordton and even rutherford county that does not know his name yeah he knows and it's not because it's just the name on the sign of some restaurant I would watch him. He would go out there and he would talk to people. He would develop relationships with people. He knew their kids. He knew. I remember, uh, I'm going to uh, give a little shout out again to when we were down on our luck and losing the business and everything was going, I came by and he was asking how it's going and I just said, it's not good. He gave us food at that time. He says, if you ever need anything, you come to my kitchen. You always have a kitchen. Your kids will never go hungry. Wow. That's the type of man he was. He was connected to the community. He was connected yeah. to the community, and because of that, uh, his customers knew, him and we were loyal. I mean, exactly. loyal to that exactly. man, to uh, you know, and uh, to this day, I wished he had a restaurant down here in Boiling Springs I yeah, could go to. Absolutely. The next one, he says, the eyes eat before the mouth. In other words, appearance is key in your product. You probably know a lot about that working yeah. in the restaurant I've business. Heard, it's, it's sort of a cliche in the restaurant because you hear that so much. It's... Oh, from what I hear, it's 70% of the food and the attraction towards the food and how it tastes good just comes from the eyes alone. It's only like 20, 30% that it comes from the actual taste. Really? Flavor. Yeah, it's crazy. It's all about appearance, really. Well, I will tell you this. In our world, in the marketing world, in the online space, I, this goes to branding. Exactly. You could be the greatest consultant, business person, coach, lead generation marketer out there. But if your website looks like crap, if your yeah. branding looks like garbage, if, if you know, branding exactly. is so, because so, that's what, it, it's the appearance. It's the in presentation. Every, in every profession I can think of, it's all about, you don't want a lawyer going to court and, you know, basketball shorts. And, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it really does matter. It, it matters. does. Presentation, it, presentation is everything. And I yeah. thought, from, coming from a restaurateur, I know truer words have been said in all walks of life and industry. Absolutely. Uh, that's why I'm always harping on people. Get your own website. It's only 10 bucks a month and you could have right. a professionally built website. It looks good. You're going to, you're going to have something out there that's branded and looks uh, like, you know what you're doing, even if you don't. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing about it. Uh, no, never undersell yourself. He says, never undersell yourself. And, uh, I will tell you, I, someone asked me the other day, well, how come you charge this for this? And you know what my answer was? Because people will pay it. Yeah. You know, the market tells you what things are worth. Not my opinion, not right. your opinion. Right. The market. And the market is the arbiter of value. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You might have this opinion. I might have this opinion. But if the market is continuing to pay this, and that yeah. is what it's worth. And so, so many times I think people come from such a poor self-image and, and don't really. And here's the other thing. It don't even have to be poor self-image. I think, for instance, uh, for instance, I can spit out a website in probably 15 minutes. Yeah. From top to bottom, finish to end, hosting, uh, page development, everything. Yeah. 15 minutes. Wow. Now. Somebody would say, well, it don't take you 15 minutes. You shouldn't charge but 25, 30 bucks when I'm charging a couple grand. Well, just because it takes me 15 doesn't mean it's only worth 20, 30 bucks. Exactly. Because it took the 
you're paying for the years behind me learning all of this stuff and having all these quick key commands and all of this stuff. I've got a system in place. You're not paying for the moment. You're paying for the years of grunt work that it took you to get to that point. But a lot of people, a lot of people in different professions, whether it be contractors, just because it don't take you any time to do something because you've mastered your craft doesn't make that service or product any worth. Right. I mean, because... Uh, you talk to someone I was talking to a church the other day and he says, well, it would take us about three weeks to complete this when it was taking me that project was about 30 minutes. And I said, well, what's three weeks and three employees time worth? And you start yeah. calculating it up because they're having to start from ground zero. They don't know this. They don't know this. They got to go out and do this. They got to research this. Then they got to go and develop this. They gotta, I've got all this stuff. Yeah. It only takes me 30 minutes, but it would take you three weeks for three different employees. Yeah. So, you know, don't undersell yourself. Exactly. And, I, and, and then to the extent that I'm talking to my members, that's why it's so important that step one through six where we're teaching how to do web design, web yeah. building and funnel design and all that stuff. If you're good at something, never do it for free. Never do it for free. I love that. I love that. So he says, never undersell yourself. Uh, if you sell cheap, the clients will be cheap. That is true. That, uh, McDonald's. <laughs> Walmart. I mean, just... Well, I tell you, the other thing is, uh, you know, back when we were selling at a certain price point versus what we're selling at now, there is a marketable difference between clientele. clientele. Yeah. So that's good stuff. If you sell cheap, the clients are cheap. The best customers. Oh, I love this one. You're going to the best customers are the ones who wait in line. They want to be there. If they're waiting an hour to eat your food you did something right <laughs> now there is a particular restaurant in western north carolina in the mountains of north carolina we go to every year around christmas go pick up our christmas yeah. tree and we wait exactly an hour typically to get in there we'll wait all day if it takes and we will pay a premium for food that we don't even get to choose there is no menu yeah they come yeah. out and they bring you what you're going to get which is a family yeah. style, you know, fried chicken and it's that and perfect Thanksgiving meal for, you know, I was up there getting our Christmas tree. And then when you go to check out, they don't take credit cards. They only take only cash. cash. And if you want, if you don't bring the cash with you, you got to go over to an ATM and pay them $3. To yeah. Get- <laughs> I love it. It's so, <laughs> but it's like they are making money left hand, and you're, you're waiting in line to be treated this way. And you're glad, oh, yeah. but that, Absolutely. I'm, but they've got a client base. That, that's the thing. they, that's the great point of not underselling yourself. They know what they have. Yeah. They're not going to make these cuts. So it's like, oh, well, we can afford the taxes. We just want more. Right, right. It's like they know what they got and they're going to sell what they got to whoever they want. And think about this just from a restaurant for, I have to jump out here for a second, but they buy, they've literally got about what? Six items on their menu. They got the fried so. chicken. Yeah. They got the fried chicken. They got the, uh, 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 what's the biscuits with the uh, biscuits, ham the tur- and ham. ham ham biscuits? They got the uh, Salisbury steak. Oh yeah, That's mashed right. potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, green beans, and the apple um, thing. The, what is it? That apple? Oh, it's like a but sauce you, type. of Yeah, thing. it's not apple sauce, but it's an apple. But there's six or seven items, and that's it. And they bring. Yeah. You know, when, and then the only thing you get to choose is your drink and dessert. And there's yeah. only two desserts. You want the peach cobbler or the, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love it. I but really think do. about this. 
that they just buy tons and tons of these seven items. They are back there. That's all they're cooking. Yeah. The waiter don't come out with us like, what will you have? What we have? It's like, all okay, right. yeah, we'll be. I mean, it's they have got a production line. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what it would look back there. I mean, it's. I mean, you work in an Italian. Yeah, you work in an Italian restaurant that's got a menu the size yeah. of Texas. I, yeah, it's. I sort of dream of stuff like that where it's, <laughs> it's because, it, a certain restaurant. One of my first jobs I worked at was you knew what they were going to eat. You don't have that much on the menu. It's a pretty short menu. Yeah. You just and it's so easy. You're not looking. Okay, I got to make this. Okay, now I got to make. You're just throwing it down the pipeline. Just here, we know we're selling this. So right. I just think it's just a great, great business <laughs> yeah. model. I was like, man, you guys got it made. Uh, if the customers' children bring them there, you have a multi generational <laughs> advantage. That's true. That's true. That is when you can sell to you know we got to figure out a way and we are i matter of fact i was just uh i know of a, a family down in georgia right now his son has joined him in the tw3 business really? so that's exciting to see i think on both ends uh at the church and here i think it seems like the past year or so there's been a lot of improvement to sort of multi-generational multi-generational yeah, yeah. To, to, to be intentional in reaching out uh another shout out another business owner gave me this advice he was an appliance store owner a photography shop uh he ran a photography shop weddings and stuff like that good friend of mine known him for years everett murray shout out he says if you don't take care of the customer someone else will that is so true i like that one I that like that one. one a lot. If you don't take care of your customers, someone else will. That was the best advice. And so that's the being intentional. Uh, and, and, and to me, to be able to take care of your customer, you have to understand their pain points. And I think yeah. uh, that's, that's what has, uh, to this date, 14 years, kept us and sustained us. We understand our customers. And our customer's number one pain point is I'm this independent salesperson. I have this uh, insurance, this real estate, this product, good or service I'm wanting to sell, and I need people to sell it to. So they need leads. So, you know, first and foremost, we've always and always will be a lead generation marketing company. And yeah. then after that, you know, we started seeing other pain points, which was I've got all these leads but I don't know how to manage them. And so we got into customer management and stuff like that. So, right. but I don't think you can take care of your customer unless you understand them. So I love that exactly. advice. Now, my good friend, my brother from another mother up there in the big apple, uh, former ADA, New York city, Neil O'Reilly. He gives, he says, here's his advice. Here's best business advice he could give. You ready? Watch the TW three podcast religiously. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Somebody said that. Listen, if a lawyer says that, it's hey, got to be right. It's got to be right. I mean, come on. He's got his credentials on the line here. I will, but I'll spit off that. I think the best, uh, the thing that Neil is, is getting at, and I would admonish you to do the same, I would encourage you, is constantly be feeding your mind with good content for whatever industry you're in. Yeah. If you are into comedy and you're wanting to really pursue that, then you need to be listening to podcasts about comedians exactly. and what they did. If you're into music, if you're into sports, if you're into business, mindset transcends Absolutely. all it's, spaces and it's areas. It's so cliche because you could go to the point where you sound like this hippy dippy, you know, we're all energy, but it really you become what you consume. And it's it's not you know, you are what you eat. It really is. You are what you consume. If you're yeah. consuming this, you're constantly going to be thinking this. 
the good book says uh you uh, as a man thinketh so is he absolutely you I become mean, it, what you think it could come down to music the type of music you're listening to, I notice when I listen to hip hop, I feel like more like I want to beat somebody up. <laughs> if I listen to jazz, I just want to. Just want to chill, man. I just want to chill, man. <laughs> Reggae makes me feel like I'm at the beach. It's yeah, just nice. Yeah, yeah. It changes. No, I, there's something to, you know, you become what you behold. Uh, you are a product of your environment. I mean, all of theology, psychology, biology, and sociology teaches us no, so matter, no matter what discipline and perspective you want to view this from, it's important to surround yourself right. with good, positive information that's going to uplift you and bring you up and, uh, and elevate your game and elevate your mindset and all that. So I think uh, shout out to Neil O'Reilly. Shout out, Neil. We love Neil. Now, a good friend of mine, go to church with him, contractor, does all kinds of work. I like to call him Michael McDuncan as yeah. a nickname, but it's Mike Duncan. He says, if you can only eat noodles because you can't afford steak, keep eating noodles when you can so you can keep investing back into your business. And I like this because so many times you, people eat the seed. I'm, I make 100 bucks, and so I got need 100 bucks. And uh, what he's getting at is what I've always tried. I live off of, I try to live off about 30% of my income because the others I want to save and the others I want to reinvest back into the company. And I can't tell you how many times we've worked with startups and their first $1,000, they, they turn around and just eat it rather than yeah. taking about half of that and throwing it right back into the system and turn that $500 into another thousand and then take that, you know, you've got to have that seed money to keep feeding the beast, right. feed the beast so that you can constantly have more and more business. And uh, I love that advice there. Great stuff. Uh, Terry, Terry Armour, he's a shop owner, and he says this, don't start a machine shop even though uh, you have a business plan, especially in the mid-90s because everything is going to China. It is. <laughs> so he's speaking, he's speaking from someone back in the mid-90s when NAFTA took hold. Uh, so you got to understand the context yeah. here in the area of the country. But uh, it's still apropos to this day. If you're about to get into a business, if you're about to start a business, it might sound great to you on paper, but you better be aware of the times. Yeah. You know, It's like if you started a phone company now. It's, yeah. You are not going to. You think somebody's going to buy that? You know, yeah, yeah. I flash. <laughs> I mean, you got to sort of know where you're at in the yeah. market and know what's going on. And, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of some analogies of, of where we're at today that would be apropos. But, you know, I think right now our, our economy and our society and business is sort of in a little bit of a flux i would be scared yeah. to try to predict anything right other than this if 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 covid19 hasn't taught us all one thing and and all of this crazy stuff going on in the economy is a good side hustle and a good ability to work from home in some means is probably good for everyone just Absolutely. because i think uh it, you need to have something in the world a little corner of the world that you own and can control and and Absolutely. have a little you know and because how much you know i'm not saying quit your day job but how much more confidence would you have how much more uh you know less stress and worry and, and and not feeling so anxious would you what kind of state would you be in if i knew that if if for whatever reason i got fired tomorrow or the it got so toxic at work i just couldn't take it anymore 
how much more freedom would you feel but but i can fall back on this thing over here i got going right exactly you know i just think it's a it's a great place to put yourself in uh william israel he's financial advisor he says never give up that's his best advice just don't give up i thought that was some just great advice and it goes back to some of the points that uh, greg was talking at the beginning you know the only the only surefire way the only guaranteed way the only way that i know that i can guarantee you're always going to fail if you do this is if you quit if you quit it's over you cannot win if you quit yeah exactly but there's still possibility if you keep going right it's never impossible if you keep going. That's right. Patrick Yancey says, solve prospects or clients' problems and you will find eternal success. So when That's we solve uh, their problems, uh, and, and this goes to marketing, and you know, I, I'm learning this, and, and I teach this, and it's amazing that I still have to learn this. And it goes to this little card right here that we developed. This is a little tap card. And this illustrates what uh, Pat was just talking about. Where if you just solve customers' problems, you'll Make be it su- easier. You'll you'll be yeah. successful. Now, what does this have to do? What does this tap card have to do with solving people's problems? When I talk to people about TW three and lead generation and marketing and what we do and all that, I get into the weeds. I talk about yeah. we've got a database, we got a bulk texter, bulk emailer, auto response. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's like what? But I've learned if I go up to their phone and I tap it with this right here and then a thing pops up that gives them a three-minute video about how they can start working from home as a side hustle. Don't have to call anybody. Don't have to pester anybody. It's not some MLM, network marketing, pyramid scheme or anything like that. It's a legit job with legit products to sell and you can make anywhere from a hundred to seventeen hundred fifty dollars right. per client you do it on your time frame your schedule how easy it is it did you just see your phone get tapped and yeah. you're already getting a all you got to do is take this card and start tapping people's phones yeah now what i just did is i simplified thousands of dollars worth right. of technology in the background that's working right exactly i didn't use any of that language the tech uh you know, text response, autoresponder, yeah. text, all that stuff. Cause it's over people's head, but they got that. I just tapped their phone. Yeah. And it, it, it sort of is like a dangerous line. Cause if you make it sound too simple, then it's like, well, that's, that's too good to be true. I mean, it's, true. it's, but I think that's the perfect amount of it. This is a real thing. You're going to have to work. It's yeah. going to be harder, you know, but I think it's, it's the perfect healthy amount. Yeah, well, it just doesn't overwhelm them with information. Exactly. It means nothing to them. Exactly. Right. And to the extent they want more information, it's all there. But it's done in such a simplistic way. And then the question is, well, does it work? Well, are you listening to this video right now? Are you getting these emails? Are you being followed up with? Because everything you've experienced up to this part, point has all been automated based on your response yeah and that's the technology it'd be working in the background if you so chose to to do this type of business exactly it It makes perfect sense it illustrates what the products goods and services are 
as they experience it. So it's a it's a great way, and we're having we're having these, it's called affiliate cards. Is what we're building, and it's for membership cards, and they can out there as they're at the gym like i am or whatever yeah it's just one more way just tap people's phones and say hey if you ever decide that you want a side hustle or some meaningful income at christmas is coming up you want to earn extra income you know here's a a great way of doing it and they don't have to sell anything it's perfect because it's not you're not having a contract out you're not having this whole sales pitch it's just tap if you want to check it out go check it out later when you get home it's the perfect it's the perfect way to interact. It with solved people. a problem. It, it solves a problem. It's on their time frame. It's on you know. It's not pushy. It's, right. And it's not. God forbid. It's not spamming people's uh, social media feeds. Yes. You know, yeah. and trying to get them involved in some sort of peel through lotion or potion. Yeah. You know, you you call five people and they call five people and you know, none of that nonsense. Yeah. And it's illustrating to them how this is so doable it's so this is just one method that you can connect with people we've got the call center where it drives people in and all that but that would be all shown just with the tap of a card which is pretty darn cool oh yeah that's that's technology that's the future right there yeah well dude i thought these were great i mean i thought that was some great incredible uh, great advice shout out to all the people who left took the time out of their day to leave that because i mean that that really is valuable advice. You know, it's you very valuable, practical advice. Right. Uh, and these are, I can tell you for most of these, I know Greg and I know Everett and I know uh, Neil. Neil and uh, I know several of these guys. And these are guys that are have done it or doing it every exactly. day. Oh, so these are all successful people. Successful they've people. And they've, they've talked. They're not just talking the talk. They've walked it. They've been there. You know, it's exactly right. So if you and I just think it's it's good to be around good business people. And, and iron sharpens iron. And so that was just exactly. some great, great advice there. Well, we hope you've liked episode five thirty six. Ray uh, River is <laughs> River has been uh, good to have you on the show today and filling she, in and, and hanging out. having me. Yeah. Where are you been, by the way? So I got this job. <laughs> Yeah. and this has been really tough <laughs> well this uh episode has been sponsored by tw3 <laughs> make sure to check it out no uh we people have been asking why is river off the camera and all that and you'll sit over on this side which yeah. is uh, the camera's not on that side and uh that's so you can leave to get to work yeah when it, it really is i've i've been bummed about it because it's like i miss being on the podcast i miss the community um so I've had to talk to my boss about trying to get off Sundays because we only do, you know, on Mondays. And by that time on Mondays, I'm off. Yeah. yeah it's it me difficult sometimes. Yeah. Well, we had to accommodate our record time because Reagan's right. schedule changed. Exactly. So we used to so record we just had this. different yeah. schedules that so don't schedule. line up. And then Reagan was uh, sick today. Him and Alicia are sick. And so. Yeah. Uh, they were out and couldn't come in, and 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 River was bummed because you said, "Well, I took the day off so I could do this." <laughs> yeah, so, it's the first time I've seen him in a long time. It's, yeah, it's a bummer, but I mean, well, it happens. That's like you will see him Friday. I don't work then. Does he come in the afternoon? No, your birthday is Friday. You better be off. Oh yeah, yeah. You I'm better off. ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm off that. <laughs> 
All right. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed uh, the this episode of the best business advice that uh, small business owners, big advice from small business owners. If you got advice, put it down there in our comment section there. We'd love to give you a shout out on the next show. I always love to see what other people think and what advice they've been given uh, through the years. Uh, my advice has always been the same thing. You know, don't quit. I mean, I, you know, exactly. That would be the only advice I would give anyone is like when you decide to do something, whatever it is, start a business, lose weight, get married, have kids, uh, you know, clout, you know, climb a mountain, whatever it is, yeah. just don't quit. You know, yeah. you know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough, but get Absolutely. it in your head. I'm not going to quit. And it's said a lot. So you could become desensitized to it. But I mean, really, if you just take a second to, and think about it it's like don't quit just don't They're, quit just don't quit i mean it's hard it's not as easy as just like stop being sad yeah. it's it's just, oh it's 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 beyond it's hard, hard. It's, yeah. it's it's almost impossible at times right but don't quit exactly just just make the uh option of quitting not an option yeah. just take you it think, your mind doesn't have your best interest at times your no you gotta you gotta listen to something outside of your mind because it does not always have your best interest. My first um, eight, nine months of working out, it was amazing to me how I had to constantly tell myself, don't quit when I was yeah. on the, And then I'd get past that 15, 20-minute mark, and then I was fine. Yeah. But that first 20 minutes, it seemed like for the, it's, several months. It's not really your mind. It's your body. It's your, it's just, it's your brain. It's not your soul. It's your brain. And it's my, your body. Well, it's everything like, in me, my muscles, my respiratory system, like, my mind itself, everything's like, okay, that's stop, 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 stop. You know, you're killing yourself. Stop. Yeah. And it, it's amazing how there's something, honestly, I'm about to get a little woo-woo, but just forgive me. <laughs> There's something spiritual about overcoming yourself. Absolutely. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But just saying, no, I'm in charge. Yeah. That, this is what we're going to do. Some people call that an ego death. You just, well, take, yeah. You wash away your ego and it's, you know, I mean, and that's where you could get a little stoic. And all stoic. That. Yeah. And woo woo well, and all that. Yeah. Well, I, I but, but that, true. there's truth. It's there's, absolutely true. There's truth in the, uh, learning how to, uh, just take control and it is a fruit of the spirit self-control yeah to take control of your wants needs desires exactly. and just say no this is what we this is what we're going to do absolutely that's nirvana right there where you have no wants no desires you're just content you, yeah you've achieved yourself you've beaten yourself yeah you know? and uh, uh it's hard to do it's very hard to do. you it don't is. ever see somebody in complete nirvana no uh, it's just it's um but if you study behind anybody in any walk of life that has had any level of success, they've all had the same path. And the path was this got in front of me and I overcame it. Yeah, exactly. Everybody. Exactly. I pushed past some. There, uh, have you ever listened to, uh, was it Grogan, David Grogan or uh, Goggins? Goggins. Yes, David Goggins. Yeah. Dude, that guy. He's a character. <laughs> He's a character. <laughs> I tell you, if he don't motivate you, he'll make he, you want to wake up at six a.m. and go for a two hundred mile run. He's crazy. He's he's crazy. I, I, I there in is the a best way in he, in a good way in a good way, but there's a wire loose with that guy. Yeah, it's just it, he's a machine. He's 
it's he's achieved something that's more than we could even talk like oh. we could even put into words he's he on a different level if in he, every way if he feels like quitting any in any if there's any weakness he finds in his body he goes on attack mode yeah. on that area of his he feeds off and he's even talked about it, he feeds off his body wanted to stop he said his favorite part of the race is you know when he's down 150 miles and everything in his body, body is telling him to stop like his feet is all messed up and injured that's his favorite part. He <laughs> loves fighting that part. He loves attacking that part because something happened to him in the Navy where, you know, they he did was hell. trying to be a Navy SEAL. Yeah. They, what was it? What's that called? The Hell Days? Hell Week. Hell Week. Hell Week. Trying hell to week. come out with the Navy SEALs. And he was in the water for hours having to keep afloat. And yeah. You know, all of that. And that's where he found like. He found they, there was a switch clicked on you know, yeah, inside of the him. The fight. That just, and, and it's almost become a drug to him. Exactly. To where he really. He's addicted to it. He's got addicted to that point of um, feeling like you're, you're going to die. Yeah. And you've got to push yeah. past it. Absolutely. It's it's crazy. It's yeah, unusual. So if you guys haven't picked up on any, is it Goggins? David Goggins, yeah. David Goggins. Joe now, Rogan has the best. If you want to get into him, Joe Rogan <laughs> has the best uh, episode with him where they talk and he lets loose and. Yeah, and then just warning to my brothers and sisters, there's some language. Not just some language. He, well, there's, there's just, he swears literally more than anybody <laughs> I know. Like It's worse than South Park. It's worse than <laughs> the worst rap you've ever heard. He, he, he will use language, but uh, if you can look past the language. There's uh, a message. There's, there's a message, message of don't quit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my word. Well, me and Reagan had this last episode. I'll ask you, did we really land on the moon? Oh, out of left field. Um, I really haven't looked into it. I don't know enough information. I would say just because I'm brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we keep going back. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we've never it been could. before. They lost all the paperwork. Yeah. Da, 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 da. We'd go through all of these in years. But yeah, we probably. But we did. couldn't go to Mars in sixty years. You know, whatever. It's whatever. No, it's a lot of things like that make me question reality. Makes yeah. me think: Is this a simulation? Yeah, well, are we yeah. all under some weird thing? Some weird thing. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed episode five thirty six of the Terry Wilson three dot com podcast. If you would like to get one of these tap cards yourself, you can go over to Terry Wilson three dot com slash store, and it's sold over there. If you remember, we gave out the discounts in the Mastermind a few weeks ago, so check that out. Uh, there's all kinds of new usage that's going to be coming out. Training on that, how to get people in your funnel, how to build this as a business card, how to set appointments, how to share files. There's all kinds of things that you can do with that tap card right there, and they are being shipped now. So for you guys that's already ordered some, you should be seeing them in the next week to two weeks. Give uh, five ten business days because uh, this is regular snail mail. But until next time, we will see you later. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com.